Now, what about the lingo? What are some terms or some phrases one might hear in the city of Detroit right about now? Uh, what up, though? For sure, that's. But everybody in my city say what up though What's happening what up what it do that's for sure But everybody in my city say what up though What up though What up everyone <laughs> What up though You forgot how to do it Uh what up, though, everybody? It's your girl, Jessie. And it's your girl, Tashi. And we're back with another episode of the What Up, Though podcast. Download the Kroger app today to save big with personalized coupons. I am so Save very big. I am so sorry. God damn it, YouTube. You did me wrong. You did me you wrong. Do, why would you do that? I did you wrong. Why would you embarrass me like that? You want us to do it again? <laughs> no. I was going to... I mean, not like turn it off, but we could like redo it. Oh, okay, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> what up, though? Everybody, it's your girl, Jessie. <laughs> and it's your girl, Tashi. And we're back with another episode of the What Up, Though podcast. <laughs> How embarrassing is YouTube? Why would they do that? Kroger does have really good savings. I stand by my Kroger app. They give me free chips all the time. And lemonade. Free chips and lemonade. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I need to add those to my grocery list for the party. Party? What party? The birthday party. The pajama party. Guess whose birthday is coming up? T Money. Oh, oh, T Money in the building. <laughs> T Money. T Money and Girl Diddy. Pajama party. You like pajamas. You know what you're wearing? I, I just like people to be comfortable. What I wore last year. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at it. That's how I was looking. I had to ask you what I wore because I didn't remember. I might come out here with my gowns for and all I, I know. Let me not like my pajamas. A, a moo moo. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. I Happy want, birthday. It's a girl that sell them on Instagram. And I, I cannot forget one. They always sold out. The cute ones are. Ugh. I want one I need too. what I never wore yesterday. It, girl, I've been looking at I swear I swear it's that same dress. Next time I see it on Fashion Nova, I'm gonna screenshot it. But it's forty dollars. And I'm like if you pay it for it's ten dollars. Ten dollars a check. Yeah. I don't it's not worth it. I know I can find it for cheaper. And I know she didn't pay for it. That's my rationalization on a lot of things. Well, if I pay it for <laughs> technically I'm Seven, eight, nine, ten pay-ins. <laughs> like I'm about to have. Technically, it's only eight dollars. It's only eight dollars if you pay it for. That is not good rationale. So we be buying stupid shit. <sighs> I'm like, when she told me that, I'm like, I know she paid less for it than I did. So no, cause I not a QVC type of type of girl. So it ain't no telling how much it was. Ain't no she be doing her easy pay too. Mm. So it ain't no telling. Um, what you been up to? A whole lot. A whole lot since the last <laughs> time we recorded. Since the last time we recorded. Jasmine is not on this time. episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time we recorded. Jasmine was here. Since then, Nick done been here. My best friend came from out of town and spent Mother's Day weekend with me. You went on vacation. Mm. It's been a lot. It's been about a month. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot going on, actually. My uh, friend is married. I can't believe I got another friend that then got married. Man, that's crazy. Many at the we ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. I was literally looking at Darius Page the other day, like, wow, he got married. I'm like, yes. we ain't even that close, but I feel the same way. Like, <laughs> wow. This, wow. This nigga got married. This nigga got married. <laughs> it all, I mean, being married is just such got a grown. Got the ring on. Bro, it's such a grown ass thing to do. Like, in oh, my mind. Owns a home. In my mind, I'm a child. Married. Still, so. Bro, I don't have no assets <laughs> besides my car, and I don't want that car no more. Y'all can have it. I'm like, what do you mean I'm responsible? I still feel like that about being a parent. And my reaction to being a parent was literally, how am I going to be a teen mom <laughs> at my big age of 24 at the time? Girl, and I was 21 when I got You pregnant. technically were a, a teen mom. 
You damn near. You might as I well. Have. You were in ba- college, so you. I was barely an adult. Yeah, you might as well have been a teen mom. It's basically the same shit. Oh lord, here go paying for it coming out right now. Mm. I don't even want to look at mine. Forty two dollars. Forty two dollars. That's a big paying for. That's one. I'll be trying to keep mine under twenty, if I can. My my last two orders. I know that my Shein order and my Fashion Nova order were both. I know they were both gonna be high. Mm, mm, mm. Golly. Yeah. But I'm sending a lot of shit back. <laughs> Good for you. Um, what I've been up to? Let's see. Your trip. Tell us about your trip. I went to Jamaica for the first time for my friend, my Brody. I got two official Brodies now. Two have become one. Two have become um, one. Um Jamaica, it is hot in Jamaica. But the temperature isn't that high. That's what make it crazy. Like, it was never over, like, 95, 100 degrees, but it's hot. As soon as you walk outside, you are sweating. Mm. You are sweating during the day. You are sweating at night. There's no breeze. There's no, oh, it's a nice evening breeze. It's just as hot at night (laughs) that it feels during the day. Mm. And then it gets dark at, like, 630 Shut up, Birdie. I'm trying to tell the story. Close the window. Gosh. How rude. I <laughs> know we're trying to record here. These birds are going to be loud as fuck. Um, They'd be like, wake up. Wake up. Are you up yet? Are y'all up? Uh, what you doing? They over there too. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> the birds of Jamaica was loud as hell too. <laughs> now that I think about it. But it's hot in Jamaica. It's nice to see like to travel somewhere and see all black people like as far as like like you don't see no white workers so that's interesting to see because when you go to Punta Cana you know usually when you're going to other countries not it's not black everywhere Mm. like Jamaica is niggas everywhere you go there were a couple like other um I mean, they're they're the minorities, like some other ethnicities that Mm -hmm. I saw in the resort, but maybe like two or three. I can't imagine being somewhere and it only being uh, black people. I mean, I saw this one guy when we went out one night and I mean, I would have thought that he was white. Mm. He had dreads, though. And he was like dancing like he was a Jamaican. So I'm like, either he was brought here at a young age because you can't tell him he not jamaican he could be jamaican i don't know like he sound like what's the uh is that tom 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 hanks his son yeah but he he didn't look nice like he did but mm-hmm. he had dreads he was there with friend he was the only i mean if he wasn't white i don't know what he could have been Maybe but he, he had like, like long dreads he had mm-hmm. on a hat. He had, uh, but he but wasn't nice like, looking. He was real short. He wasn't like cute, but you could tell like that was his. That's his vibe. Like mm-hmm. that's where he go on. On the weekend, whatever, whatever day we <laughs> was there. Like he's usual here. Um, I feel like I maybe we could talk about this on a bonus episode. Let me write it down so I don't forget. I want to talk about tipping. I feel like my parents, because they grew up, they were service employees, like waiters, busboy, waitress. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm very conscious of tipping, and Mm -hmm. I pretty much always tip 20%. But I feel like when people go out of town, like, in my mind, I should be tipping anyone that does something for me. Because they live off, especially in these countries that are poor, they literally live off of tips. Yeah. And I feel like I was pretty much the only person everywhere I went that was tipping. And I'm just like, why Why everybody else not tipping? Well, I think people are kind of, they're just not really educated on it. And people, I feel like a lot of times it just feels like it's a, a like it's not a, a, a what the fuck am I trying to say? Like, you don't have to do it. Like, it's optional. Mm-hmm. And it's really... It is. It's how they live. At least, especially for stuff like that. Like, that's their main job. 
And you should be tipping, especially if you're staying in a hotel multiple nights and you're getting a turn down service multiple nights. You should be tipping minimum ten dollars mm. a night for your housekeeping. You should be tipping. The only thing we didn't really tip any like wait staff, mm-hmm. but at the um like the little buffet thing. But when we had a sit down meal, mm-hmm. we tipped uh for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like honestly I would have tipped in the other areas, but the they turned down the table so fast you really don't interact with your waiter or waitress like that. Like mm. they kinda asking you if you want water, but other than that, like you're not you really your they're not waiting on you because you're getting your own food. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like niggas don't be tipping and I don't know why. I definitely tip. I don't. I think I, if anything, it's like how much you tip. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never gonna go like somewhere and not too... tip. The, but uh... some stuff you don't realize that, like when I worked at Fridays, people um, they don't feel like they need to tip the uh, carryout people, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes sense because it's like, oh, you didn't make my food, but mm-hmm. shit, when you go to a um, a restaurant, your waitress not making your food either. No. They just bringing it to you, and technically that's what they doing. They prepared the food. They make sure you got all your cutlery. They make sure everything is right, and they get it to you. Mm-hmm. So they still doing a service. Usually I tip out, even if it's just a a dollar. Like when I go to Benito's and get a pizza, I'll tip a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I think it's weird that Hungry Howie's over here. They don't have no option when you order on the app to, to tip. tip. And when you pay in store, there's no option to tip on. I'm like, why they ain't tipping? But if y'all are traveling, especially out of the country where they are making nothing, like nothing (laughs) to work there, you should definitely be tipping. You should be tipping. If you let having people take your bags, if you don't want to tip them, take your own damn bags. If you're uh, your housekeeper, if you're getting a turn down service every night, you should leave something. Yeah. I travel kind of incorporating my tips in my mind. I have my singles and my fives already ready, taken out in my wallet. Mm-hmm. You should not be traveling and like, oh, I don't have cash. Yeah, everybody, everybody definitely don't learn that. I don't remember my parents ever teaching me like about tipping. I don't think I've ever been somewhere and been like, oh, I'm just not leaving a tip. Mm-hmm. But... If anything, I just won't leave like a, a lot. Tip, yeah, yeah, big tip. But if I can tip big, I will. Yeah, especially I feel like minimum. Year. I'm twenty percent minimum every time. I mine is about eighteen minimum. Um, but that was just something I feel like people, especially our age group, should be doing better thinking of like mm-hmm. having cash to tip. Especially if it's just like a couple dollars. Well, now too, like everybody doesn't. A lot of people, I feel like, used to have jobs like that where, like, everybody at some point had a job or knew somebody Mm -hmm. who had a job where they were, like, a waitress or doing something where they did damn near live off of tips. Mm -hmm. And you understand it better when you can relate to it. Mm -hmm. But these days, you don't really have to have a fast food job. Like, the jobs that you're able to get into straight out of high school are not necessarily the same as it was for us. Because my first job was Little Caesars, but you don't have to go straight into, like, fast food mm-hmm. now. Like, there's opportunities for you to do plenty of stuff. Especially if you get in good service. Like, I was listening to a podcast, and they were like, when I go out drinking off rip, I'll give the... I'm like, that's a kind of high tip. But they... Dodge said she off rip gives the bartender $20. Mm. Because if you set the standard off rip, off that $20... They going to make your shit good the rest of the night. And you ain't tipping $20 every, every drink. Time. But if you start off with that 20 and you didn't order, you know, around and three, four drinks, you ain't point. even got to tip no more. But they took care of you that night and they probably going to slide you some stuff for free. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. That's it was point. a couple people that worked on the resort and I feel like they liked our energy. We were nice and we. It was some people, one person that stuck out, Shakira, and I'm I didn't see her before I left because I was gonna tip her. Uh, but and keep cutting off. I don't know why. Um, I even uh, so we had one person, Shakira, 
she was like assigned to the beach area. And that's another thing. If y'all having these people bring you drinks, it's hot as hell. They're bringing you drinks. And they're they bringing don't have you on food. The food and are, uh, they're, yeah, they're literally like working. You should tip. <laughs> like I want to give somebody not, some money. Uh, that's doing me a good. I mean, they're literally like, yeah, it's all inclusive. But I mean, you've been paid for your trip. We had to pay 30 days Mm -hmm. before you got here. But she was so good. She every time we saw her, she's like, hi, friends. Mm -hmm. Of course, she don't remember our name. Mm -hmm. But she talked to us. She was just so overly. She she's just was great. Yeah, she and because so these other people we met. They were tipping her. Mm-hmm. She brought them a bottle of Don Julio mm. for free. They, she was like, I didn't pay for that. I was like, you didn't sign for nothing? She was like, mm. But when you tipping well. Oh, they going to take care of you. They going to make it flush like Travis Porter. But that's, so, people go to uh, restaurants literally just to have someone who they know. Mm-hmm. Like when I worked at Friday's, well, we it was literally like the maze. Yeah, like if Sam not here, I I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Sam know. here. Mm-hmm. But you want to take care of your people, and you know they're gonna get you together. Mm-hmm. So, but overall, it was really nice. The wedding was really nice. The weather was good. It did rain towards the end of the trip, but it wasn't like you know it Bad. ain't stopped nothing for real. Um, I definitely would go back. It's like you be wanting to travel other places but when you have a good experience it just makes you want to go back well now i want to go so So, (laughs) i definitely i mean i i wouldn't mind trying out a different resort just to see what else is out there Mm -hmm. but i ain't got no beef with that resort everything the staff i mean i never ran into any bad staff Mm -hmm. the entire time everyone speaks good morning everywhere you go (laughs) Like that's a lot in the itself. staff was really really good so um so, so Jamaica, yeah we'll see you <laughs> yeah I'll be back we'll be for sure you. um so I don't necessarily have a stay woke but I have found something on Instagram and I'm like everybody else should hear this too yes so when Tasha when Tasha gets a moment she'll I'm ready. play it I sent it to you on Instagram. Maybe this person is. Alright, here we go. Black stories we should all know. Russell Lede was working as a security guard at a Baton Rouge hospital when he decided to become a doctor. He started asking some of the doctors could he shadow them, and they were like, can't no security guard become a doctor? And then one day he was walking Dr. Patrick Reifenstein to his car, asked him the same question, and he agreed. After that moment, Russell Lede's whole life changed. He became an MD, a PhD, an MBA, got accepted into a triple board program to become a pediatrician, adult psychiatrist, child and adolescent psychiatrist. Woo! Wipe him down. Salute to Dr. Russell Lede. Oh, he's also the founder of 15 White Coats, which you probably have seen that picture, and he served in the Navy. Thank you for serving. Peace. Period. Doctor Russell Lede. The fuck I'm talking about? Back on that man name. We drop one of Clues bombs for a <laughs> boom. That's what I need to find. For this huh? doctor, I tried to find it. I could never find it. Now he got that shit patented uh, or something. Let's see if I can do it. Um, get it? I don't know. I just boom. know they be saying it all the time. I be wanting to do a blow horn. Burr, 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 burr. Is that what it's called? An air horn. That's what I'm gonna do at my cousin graduation. Embarrassing as fuck. I cannot imagine someone saying like, "Hey, I'd really love to shadow you," and be like, "You can never do what the fuck I do." No, that's like me doing that with what you do now. Being like, you know, uh, you you stick to the to the little tasks, to the little tasks that you got here. Stick to what you know. You can never do what I do. You can only do CBCs forever. (laughs) I want everybody to know how to do my job so I don't have to do my job. That'd be the best day of your life. (laughs) 
I don't want to do. You want nothing. You want to do. You want to learn how to do something? Bet. <laughs> who? Who? Why would I ever tell you not to learn how to do something? That's wild to think that you're like the only person. That's even like me being like, oh, nobody could do. Nobody could do background checks the way that I do them. Like, no, you can't do what I do. What? Until you're gone, and then you be wondering, like, bro, nobody touched my CBCs when I, I have was all, off work. I have all now it's thirty-seven people in HR review, bro, and I got to deal with all of it because you don't want to be a team no, player. I, what? The best? Um, that's just intimidation, though. That's really intimidation at its finest. And you sit in there thinking that somebody not worthy of doing something that you do when that's the same thing that they say when like we can all eat, we can all win. Like, Mm -hmm. because just because I'm doing something, just because we got a podcast don't mean we're not going to encourage somebody else to do a podcast too. Because what you do. Okay, now you're just taking shit too far. Every time you just. So you brought it up. I I was talking about somebody else. (laughs) Golly. Shit. It's my birthday. Don't talk like that. It's my Nina's birthday. You don't talk like that. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Nina. (laughs) Only for you. Um, But yeah, it's the same. It's like nobody's gonna like you they literally are like taking it like, oh, you're gonna take my spot as a doctor. Like what? You don't even know what kind of doctor out there. Literally so many different types of so many it's so many of everything like that's crazy so for you to take away the opportunity for them to shadow because they might start shadowing but you had the shadow like every doctor Mm -hmm. does some type of yeah clinicals something you have to learn it's just selfish it's really selfish and it's really small and closed-minded for you to think that (laughs) <laughs> that somebody's not as it's really you basically saying like you're not as smart as I am or you're not as like you're not as qualified or you could never be as qualified it's, it's given it's given cause you a nigga you can't do this black people can't do this and I you said it I don't, I don't I don't fuck with that I don't like that um yeah, they definitely. Sorry for the interruption. I don't know what we were saying last. Fuck that doctor that the... told you you can go amount to shit. Oh my. That's that's what I hope he said when he was going across the stage. Fuck the haters. <laughs> this right here is for all my haters who said I ain't never going to amount to shit, bitch. Doctor, put put some respect on my name, ho. That's what I would say at least. Hmm. I believe that you would say that. Mm-hmm, I would. Loud and proud. I'd be like, can I borrow the mic real fast? Thank you so much. I just wanted to say hi to my mom. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. What's that movie? Uh, <laughs> I forgot with Ice Cube and that other guy. And they performed with his daughter. Yes. I don't fuck with you. Yes. You little stupid ass bitch. bitch I ain't fucking, fucking with you. you. Yeah, she was like, and she said it too. She was like, Tracy, this is for you. <laughs> The little girl was looking like, er? Me? Yeah, bitch, you. <clears throat> Ho? <laughs> Just not fucking with her. <laughs> At all. Was funny she was pissed. That's um, how I'd be if Kennedy had a beef at school. Man. I'd be like, I'll do it. It's so hard to not be like. And then you can just look like a good mom. I'd be like. Me and Noya go up there. Her friends were mad at her last week, and I was like, "Do you want me to call their parents? Because now I got the parents' numbers." Just like the bitches. Because what is the problem? They were mad because she didn't um, reschedule the play date day, and they couldn't come. Get over it. And they didn't talk for like days. Life don't revolve around you, and like, kids, especially little girls, need to realize it. Because as sad as it is. Life don't revolve around you. What At your all. friends do don't revolve around you. Plans are not going to change because you can't make it. Like, nobody's going to cancel their whole shit because you can't come. That don't even make sense for you to think that that's what's going to happen. Your parents need to get you a reality check because something, something ain't I right. I feel like they wouldn't have came. Well, I feel like one of the girls might have came. But the other girl, I feel like she wasn't going to come no way. At least I didn't think she would, but whatever. Um, so we kind of a little late talking about this, but 
we was going to talk about the Ebony, whatever her name is. <laughs> Damn, who is her name? I want to say Kay Williams. Yeah, I think so. Um, and the clip that kind of went viral. There's a lot of different clips and a lot of different responses, so we only going to play, like, the main one. I don't fuck with you. Mm. Did you send it to me? I thought I did. I don't think you did. Are you sure? Was it on Instagram you were looking at? Or did you text it to me? Oh, I I... One moment, please. Please hold. Just Don't it look like he went through that bitch. Through the he bottom. Did. He broke <gasps> it. Oh, that's so much worse. nobody go down the slide. Cause your fat ass. What's your fat ass? <laughs> you want to see a bitch go down the slide? <laughs> <laughs> Just fucked up everybody. Good time. Oh my god. Um. Oh lord. Where'd it go? All right, Ebony. Where are you? All right, here we go. Out of the 50,000 plus comments posted on social, I only saw a handful that even considered the possibility of a bus owner being a more aspirational position and recognizing that I am actually speaking and pouring into the ascension of black men when I said what I said. But see, no, some of y'all were too busy naming and shaming me personally and black women in general as undesirable gold diggers. And much worse. Mm. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards, only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of black men. So no, my dear, C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love to fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. Mm. So I'm going to say one more time. So out of the 50,000, there's absolutely nothing wrong with driving a bus. My mother, Gloria, drove one for years. But could it be that black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular and typical being good enough for us? Mm. Well, see, that's called white supremacy. And in this case, it takes the form of conditioning black Americans to happily accept being a permanent American underclass. But see, because I know the truth about black folk in America. No, average is not and will never be good enough for me. And the gag is, I don't think it's good enough for you either. She told them. She is pissed. Okay, wait, here's the original clip. You said that you cannot teach a man or tell a man how to be a man. So I will not ask you to indict men in this question. But I do want you to speak, Ayanla, to how women need to, uh, I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, they are not positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources, and some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? Mm-hmm. You. Would you date If a he bus owns driver? the bus. If he owns no. it, if he owns the bus, See, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. Okay. Because this. Oh, that you've said 
standards and requisites. And I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who mm. we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus. All right, I've heard enough. <laughs> so it's a lot of ways this conversation will go. But I think I want to start with... <clears throat> Uh, working class people because we're working class people mm-hmm. and how what make you think that a bus driver who does have to have set skills and be able to bus drivers cannot have sleep apnea mm-hmm. <laughs> they have to have a clean driving record mm-hmm. they have to take still standards regulated maybe federal regulated drug tests mm-hmm. they have to be compliant with their license and do yearly training and testing i guess i just don't understand why the association why we look at that is like a to, low... of bus driver as a lower yeah. class yeah. job because it's not yeah so i think but I feel like Ayana using that as an example, she was herself associating bus driver as lower class. Mm-hmm. I would think that a more appropriate thing if she was trying to a figure janitor. out. I mean, maybe janitor or like fast food worker mm. or something like that is a more appropriate example to determine a lower class job. Mm-hmm. But I don't think bus driver is a lower class job at all. I think it's very I think it's middle class. It's very middle class, yeah. I was um of course they didn't say how much they make, but also Shameless Dodge is a teacher and Tahoe is uh, a garbage man, and she said he make more than her. Tahoe is a garbage man, mm-hmm. hmm. but he's been working for for a long time, so he probably mm-hmm. make great money. But you make amazing money because that's working for the city. Yeah, you're considered a state employee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's not a bad job, but people don't really understand what the hell a bad job is like having a job is a great thing (laughs) especially in this economy (laughs) yes having a job in general is a blessing but i can't think of like someone who i wouldn't date like i feel like if anything i'm not dating like a party promoter or (laughs) uh, that's your sole job yeah like your job is to be be in spaces where I don't necessarily want you to be. Being a bus driver, I don't understand what the problem is. But I guess she was speaking from, like, her. Mm-hmm. Because she... She's a lawyer, I believe. Yeah. I couldn't date no damn lawyer. Because I feel like you want to argue all day. And I already don't want to be with somebody <laughs> argue all day. I mean, it depends on the type of lawyer. But I would say... As far as dating, I do would like to date someone who is where I'm at, mm-hmm. but that just is seeming less and less likely. And I feel like this is just the issue with a lot of successful black women is that we start climbing our professional ladders and as you continue to climb those ladders and be in those rooms, there's less and less black single men. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see more black women just being single and mm-hmm. putting their uh, friendship relationships on a higher pedestal than their dating relationships mm-hmm. because Preach, there's literally nowhere for us to go to meet a room full of successful black men. The only place I could go to meet a single man is the bar or the club. Yes, there are networking events, but I'm not that type of networking bitch right now to be in those spaces. And then you still have to seek those out and find them. It's not like it's a networking event every weekend. 
that I mean, I you just have of. to find them. Because yeah. there there's plenty of spaces, but they're not spaces that are necessarily for dating. Yeah, they're not spaces to where even if you do go to a networking event, you're not there to talk about dating. Dating. You're there <laughs> to network <laughs> and meet other successful people. Because then you get known as the thirsty bitch in the room who here looking for a nigga. But even before I became like the manager in my current position and was going to the office, there was literally only one black single guy that worked in the office at mm-hmm. that time. Like it's still not and that was a very entry level HR position. <laughs> it still wasn't like I was very high on the Yeah. On the um spectrum for careers at that job. Even working at Nordstrom. It's just not a lot of black men anywhere. Yeah, it's definitely especially uh, as we're getting older. The pickings are definitely slim, for sure. Especially trying to consider what it is that you really, really want. Like, you can meet somebody and they can be cool, or I just be feeling like it's a reason why everybody's single. And dating scares me because you really it's like a game of just waiting to find out what's wrong like okay what's wrong with you and can I deal with it and sometimes you don't want to deal with the shit but the spaces that you meet people in I don't know somebody told me they were a bus driver that wouldn't it's not a lot of things that somebody could tell me they do mm-hmm. besides being a party promoter I might be a little standoffish towards someone who works in fast food just because like what's the progression of what you're doing like Mm -hmm. like what's the plan like did you settle for something is it just i think fast food is a no for me i feel like yeah yeah i just i feel like we can think bigger at this age now right 20 Mm -hmm. again 20 college you in school that's different but i think i do feel like i do want somebody that kind of matches where i'm at I don't want to say I'm willing to settle because you can easily meet somebody that makes fifty, sixty thousand and still able mm-hmm. to take care of mm-hmm. home, and you make especially more. if y'all are both yeah if y'all are both working like what they contribute can still be enough right, but if they're not contributing shit <laughs> or if they're contri- if you're contributing like a fourth of what I'm contributing I feel like you need to be able to contribute at least half or more of what I'm contributing in order for me to consider it like not that you're not doing shit. Like to me, you you might as well not be doing nothing if you can't help. And I don't mean to necessarily quote the late Kevin Samuels, but honestly, this is literally exactly what he was talking about when he was saying like, why do you feel like you deserve a six-figure man and you not a six-figure type of bitch. Yeah, <laughs> And true. Daj on So Shameless was kind of saying like, well, um, if you make 50000 and they make 50000 that's 100000 and that's, that's enough. <laughs> and that can grow, continue to grow. Continue to grow. But so you shouldn't be at 50000 looking for the nigga with 100000 mm-hmm. But now that I get more advanced in my career and I'm seeing that a hundred thousand really ain't shit <laughs> especially after taxes I need a hundred thousand after taxes which really mean you need two hundred thousand and I mean God willing one day <laughs> but yeah um I definitely feel like there's so much more that goes into a relationship and dating than just the career part. And those are the questions she didn't ask. Like a bus driver can be a good man, a great provider, a great father. Um, he can also be romantic, an entrepreneur that don't have to be his only source of income. Mm-hmm. Like there are plenty of ways where he can make shit shake, where it's not just. Like, he, that bus, he could be, well, I'm not going to say that I would date a drug dealer, mm-hmm. but shit, <laughs> if you know the bus driver is the I, plug. I need a short time. <laughs> I need a short time you're, for the drug dealer. You're literally making your money while you're making your money. Like, can you imagine That's being the idea. bus driver in the plug? Bro, with the dap up. 
Hey, good to see you. <laughs> Damn. Go ahead and put the money in the thing right here. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. I need my nigga to be resourceful. Whatever that is. And it might not even be you selling drugs. It could be you selling t-shirts. You selling uh, food. You selling drinks. You make something that you're, you have on the bus with you. Mm-hmm. So they know that when they see you, you're a resource for something else. And you're literally, you can't make your money while you're making your money. Like, we've done the shit before. DoorDash. All of that mm-hmm. stuff is something you can do while you're doing other things. Ooh. I've had shipped and DoorDash going on my phone before. And when in between doing one, that's how Brittany used to do. Mm-hmm. In between doing them. Okay, I'm let me hit a couple DoorDash door again. But, but it's all about being resourceful. And you can really... I don't... I feel like it's something about working in fast food that just... Unless you just love that shit. Now, I would date a chef. That word I could do. <laughs> word. But if you just like flipping burgers, like I mean it's really just a reputation of people who work in fast food like hating their jobs. But even if you're like a waiter or a waitress and you love your job and you make pretty good money, like but if you any, know what to do when shit is down. And even if you can't let's say work at like, okay, you ain't got much experience. You can still aspire to work at a better restaurant yeah. and a better place yeah. and still be doing an entry-level job. Mm-hmm. That'd be my thing. It'd be the people who don't try to do anything else but hate what they're doing. Mm. Like, even when I decided to go back to school, I didn't hate what I was doing, but I was like, I need more money. Mm -hmm. That's always been my thing. How can I make more money from the previous year? I don't Mm want to stay stagnant. If I'm not getting a raise in my current job, if I'm not getting promoted in my current position, then I need to go somewhere else because I need to make more money than I did the last. That shit is, and working a job you I don't like, like shit. working a job you hate is so fucking miserable that I wouldn't want to be with somebody who hated their goddamn job. I like if you work at McDonald's and you absolutely hate the job, I do not. Cause I when I hated my job, You're I was no fucking good. Miserable. miserable. Like I'm no good to nobody. I'm no good to my kid. I'm no good to my friends. I'm no good to my family overall. Like, Mm -hmm. because it takes away from, like, who you are. Some shit you got to go and do every single day. You fucking hate it. It sucks. Sucks. So, I definitely wouldn't want to be in a position where I I was with somebody and they just, like, hate their life. Because then you're going to try to make my fucking life miserable, too. What if they content with what they're doing? And, like, they don't have a drive or aspiration. Mm. to get more I guess it just depends on their lifestyle because mm-hmm. I feel like you can you can be content with what you're doing but are you content with where you're at like I know I'm not going to live in this apartment all my life right <laughs> so unless we have like some kind of plan for outside of this and it don't have to be nothing like huge either but you have to ha- you have to want for more. Mm-hmm. I feel like having kids kind of does that for you too. Like, mm-hmm. when, they ain't getting no cheaper. They don't get cheaper and they only get bigger. They require more space. They need more. Like, eventually me and my baby going to have a car. Wow. I need a driveway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I need space. And even if it was like a bigger apartment, a townhouse. Like, mm-hmm. I just want the next best thing. For both of us, like, nobody is is meant to stay in one spot all of their life. Like, that's just not how life works. Like, I always, I say about people who think they know everything. Like, if you're not willing to you grow. Because you got your degree. You got your goddamn degree. And you, you think know you know every fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you don't have, if you don't have the willingness to learn and to realize that sometimes you're not right. Like you're never gonna grow, and if you're in putting, it, I don't, I don't want to be around people who aren't willing to grow. That's, I don't want to be around people who say shit that they want to do and never do it. Mm. That shit, I mm. can't. Mm. Please keep your thoughts of everything you want to do to yourself, mm-hmm. because that shit is enough to drive me crazy, mm-hmm. especially 
and this is just me going on a tangent. When you've had the time and space to do it, it still ain't did nothing. And blaming other people for you not doing it. And they did nothing. Like, how you expect me to be more invested in you than you are in yourself? Because mm. that's just not, <laughs> that's not realistic. Like, tell me how that's supposed to work, please. I came from hardworking parents. Like, my parents still work. My mom still works two jobs. My dad still has businesses and multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know nothing else. Mm-hmm. So I've never been in a situation to where, well, I can't pay this bill. Just not going to pay it. Mm-hmm. Like that's never yeah, been that's like wild. a thing for me <laughs> or can't pay this credit card or this card. I'm going to figure it out. Either I'm going to call, make a payment plan I'm a delay it. Like, I know I got 10 days. Mm-hmm. I can do DoorDash. I will still randomly, like, if Find I feel like if my money is dwindling down and I'm not really sure, I'm going to do DoorDash. <laughs> I'm going to do something. I'm going to pick up a shift at Nordstrom mm-hmm. or something. I always have, like, whether it's a savings, a 401k, like, something yep. I can do to yep. to get some money. Like, I'm never asked out. No. Ever. And also, you surround yourself with people who are the same. Like, nobody is ever completely... Even if you're you're working towards your shit, you know that you have people around you who are also resourceful. Like, there's a way to to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. It's never just going to be, oh, well, I'm just going to be... I'm not going to take care of it. I'm not going to pay my rent. Or I'm not going to pay any of these things. Or at least, like, if you're not paying them, you don't have a plan. Right. On what you're going to do. Like, okay, I can miss a payment on something and then, like, I'll take care of it. Or I'm going to call and make sure that y'all know what the fuck is going on. Something. Mm-hmm. But just leaving yourself in <laughs> where you you don't, you don't have shit. Don't have shit. Mm-mm. And then having a partner who's the same. No. How y'all gonna live? No. But it's people like that. Like, I've seen, like, or heard scenarios, like, I don't know if you ever heard the clip, but it was a girl and a guy. They had kids, mm-hmm. and they got evicted from their apartment, and they went to her mom's house, and her mom was like, y'all can stay here, but he can't stay here. But it was like they second or third ev- eviction. Mm. How two niggas, two grown niggas, mm. getting evicted? Mm. <laughs> like what? That is crazy to me. Yeah, that is I crazy. Imagine. I can't imagine. Cause and then they were trying to. Ask, a good team. They were trying <laughs> to ask if the uh, grandma was wrong for not letting him stay there. And then I, I'm more than likely was so shameless. Like I wouldn't even. They was like I wouldn't even want to stay there. Like if the kids good. You good. I'll figure it out. Y'all got somewhere to go for the That's one, for the one next, thing I don't have to worry about. Yeah, right. for the next couple nights, like, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'll need to thug it out. But honestly, I feel like, nigga, you might need some humbling to thug it out because... You might need to do some shit that you don't want your kids to witness. Yeah. Or you might need to have a little breakdown, hit rock bottom, get to where you need to be, and... As long as your family good, I feel like what else is there to uh <laughs> to say? Like just be happy to figure it out. Hopefully, Getting evicted is just so wild. Cause what the fuck is you doing? Not every not thinking about day, you. every day. Like if I gotta work midnights or whatever. The only thing that that uh I feel like. I really look at people as when they have... I look at people with more sympathy as when they're, like, sick. Mm-hmm. It's hard for oh, them for to sure. work. Or they have, like, crazy medical expenses or, like, sick kids mm-hmm. who they're paying for their medical expenses and are missing work because of, like, single moms who have sick kids. Mm-hmm. That's, like, worst-case scenario. Literally worst-case. Because the money is literally... It's gone. Like, there's nothing, nothing for you to do. You can't fix it. So I definitely, I don't know, I I get it in that case, but in any other situation, what what the fuck are you doing? What are y'all doing? What two are both of y'all, two, two people? Two able bodies. Bro, because the shit that we do with just one of us for these children that we take care of alone by ourselves with no help. Wild. That's why I feel like I can't never really like get 
No, because there's always something to be done. Especially when women like, he got to pay all the bills. If a nigga came to me to pay one bill, I <laughs> just the rent. Am I desperate? Oh, and if it was the rent or the car note, am I desperate, bitch? Or am the I, daycare? Am I willing to take anything if a nigga pay a bill? Cause that's why we. But we be talking like, well, we could just live in one house and then split rent. People do it all the time. Four people maybe in a house is not that crazy. That's, maybe that's we need to reevaluate how we think. Cause we, if a nigga tell me tomorrow. I got you on this and this. I might be like, I'll marry you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have to pay this one bill anymore. Bro, if that you take away my baby enough, you want to pay my rent? You want to pay for my baby daycare? You want to pay my car? No. <laughs> like, I could live. I could live without being stressed out about money. I can't imagine a world where I... I can just live without being stressed out. But everybody's stressed out about money. And the family dynamics are so fucked up. Now everybody's a single parent. Everybody's a single parent. The only difference is that some people have the help of another parent and some don't. But even the parents who have, the kids who have two parents, the parents live in two separate households. So y'all are still paying two rents. And for me, if my situation was not how it is, I understand why niggas still be living with their baby mama. Me too. Because <laughs> it's expensive to live. And if you're not living in like a family member's house, if you're paying full rent, that's a thousand, over a thousand extra dollars a month that could be going towards your kids because y'all are living in two separate places paying a thousand dollars. That's wild. Bro, more than a thousand dollars. And that's and just utilities rent. Too. Yeah, just that's exactly. not utilities. Internet. Food. DTE. DTE. Water. Daycare. Shakes. <laughs> Daycare is. Girl, I took out $500 today to give to daycare. And I could have cried. I was a day to him like. <laughs> it's my birthday and I'm giving y'all bitches $500. And I be having to really think like. I watch my baby every day. And the shit is expensive. But she'll be out of school. She'll be in school. Like, those years before your kids start school, you have to work. Like, you have to work. And half of your check always goes to the people taking care of this child while you're making money to pay the rest of the shit. Free Catherine. <laughs> Please. She might need to come. She need to come out of retirement. I tell you, I'm going to have to pick up Tuesdays again. Help me. Please. <laughs> Something. I'm about to just start taking her places and be like, sit down and be quiet. Mm-hmm. Sit next to Kennedy. <laughs> Both of y'all. Be quiet. Don't ask for shit. Here's a lunch. <laughs> and I'll be back to get you. Shit is expensive. It's high and it's hard. It's hard to do stuff by yourself. It's hard to do a lot, especially with the way this economy is. Shit, gas prices, $50 to fill up and the gas Got to have water in it. Because how the fuck is it gone, gone in three days? Gone. Girl, it hurt my heart to fill up that tank to go to camp. To drive two hours away this weekend. And when I pull it back up, it looked at exactly how it looked that morning. ain't that bad compared to it's, mine. Bro, but my last car. Do you remember I put a hundred yes. in that fucking tank? I'm glad you ain't got that one no more. Girl, because I can't afford I can't. I can't. I can't. Like, that's. Yeah, when I count my blessings, I count that shit. That that gas tank, I count that twice. Let, I got a scenario. Go for it. This is from, I'm not sure who Jazzy McBee is, but people be asking her questions. Um, Dear Jazzy, I've been dating this girl for the past few months. Everything has been going well, but over the weekend, we went out and had a few drinks. But part of my beard started to accidentally peel off. I called her after dinner to set up another date, and I found out that she blocked me. Do you think she was turned off by my beard coming off, or is she petty for not confronting the situation and telling me? How long did she say that one date? Past few months. He kind of assuming it's the beard. I mean, it may not have been. But the for beard. you to just ghost me and we've been talking for months, yeah, you had to be there. 
or like dating for months. I don't know. Like, I, it's the difference between talking to somebody for months and like y'all are actively going on dates on a regular basis and like actually working towards something. You know how it is to ghost after a couple months. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just has to be done. We don't know if the beard is the problem. But, nigga, you a catfish. Because why you got this fake-ass beard on your face and we've been dating a couple months and I don't know it's not a real beard? You know if something's not my real hair. I would be You like, know if I, what I look like. What I, if it's been a couple of months, you know that depending on how my hair is, it's not my real hair. If it's been a couple of months, I'm sure you done caught me on a FaceTime with no makeup on. You know what I look like without fillers. I should know what the fuck your beard look like. And you should tell people up front because that's not normal to have fake hair on your face. Would you date somebody who uh, is a fake? No. I mean, I feel like I would, but I'd be A fake beard? At least you got a beard. I love a nigga with a beard. Me too. I can't imagine a fake one. I would rather you just wear however the fuck your hair is than a fake beard. I'm laying on you. I like to pull on my nigga face and I accidentally rip a little piece off. I would think that shit is so funny though. <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, 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 ooh. your weave lifting. Trying to patch it back your, up. Your clothes are lifting. Back. Not your clothes. Your clothes are lifting up. You, you need, need some, some glue. <laughs> no, nigga. You don't get your fake beard ass on. <laughs> your beard closure is lifting. What's the name of the episode? <laughs> your beard is lifting. Bro. I I just I don't know. I can't I can't I can't see it. Like I can't I can't see myself sitting next to him. And knowing, like, what's happening and being like... If you didn't know somebody had a fake beard and it started lifting, would you tell them? I feel like I would have to say something. Especially depending on how bad it was. I don't know what that looks like. I've never known a man to not have a real beard. So, I'd probably not realize what's going on at first. And maybe call myself like... You got a little... Something... What is what is that? Is that a frontal? I feel like if but what if he like was honest with you? Like he told me up front, mm-hmm. I'd have I'd ask some questions. About what? Like, well, what um why do you feel like you need that or want that? Or like what do you like, look like without I thought it? You love, uh a man with a beard. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't love a man without a beard. Maybe that's what he needs to hear. I, I mean, you, I want my nigga you kind of not giving me a chance if you presenting yourself with a beard mm-hmm. and you don't actually have a beard. <laughs> and that's Is that not catfishing? Uh, you don't think that's catfishing? I mean, I feel like it's the same shit that women do. It's not. It's normal for a woman, especially a black woman, to have different hairstyles, protective hairstyles, to wear braids, to wear a weave. But I, but niggas know it's not. But your what real if hair. Under, what if okay? What if a woman always had like a protective hairstyle, like she always had a wig on, but she was bald, and she never told you she was actually bald, or never told the man she was actually bald? Would she be wrong? Yes. Mm-hmm. Double-edged sword. She wrong, too, for making it seem like you're... But if it's due to a medical reason... What if it's not? What if she just can't... Or she just don't got no hair. She don't got no edges. She don't got... She just balding. Everybody not blessed. I feel like Everybody ain't able. I feel like we're comparing hair to a woman and a man. It's just different because a man can be bald... And still be physically attractive. And women, like, our hair is our hair. Like, it takes a lot of... I wouldn't be walking around this bitch bald. Completely bald? No. So, it takes a very strong, secure woman to mm-hmm. rock rock a bald head. Mm-hmm. So... Facts. 
I think it's it's not it's not the same. A man with a comparing a beard to a woman with hair. It's just not the same. Cause you can still not have a beard or hair and be an attractive man. Whereas a woman, they're gonna be looked at differently for beauty standards. It's just not the same. Mm. Mm, I can see it. I can see it both ways for sure. I just I don't know. I don't I don't wanna be that hard on men. To think that they can't, because I definitely, I mean, I feel like if my nigga even had, like, a toupee, like, you know, on TikTok, they be, like, doing the fuck out of niggas' hair, like, Mm -hmm. they be bald as hell, and they be getting their ass together. Like, I can't be mad at you trying to do stuff to enhance how you look cosmetically, because I can't say I wouldn't do the same. Like, if I was balding in the front, somebody gonna have to put something right there, too. But, mmm, yeah. I don't like how people be wanting somebody that ghosts you. If you ghost me, I'm not really... I may be wondering, like, damn, what was the problem? But at the same time, I'm not going to write in to Jazzy McBee about it. <laughs> like, if a, if she ghosted you, it maybe it's just a learning lesson to, to how to how to address this in the future. But I do think that after a couple months and not mentioning something, something of how you look, and I'm expected to go to bed one night and you just yank that shit off, that's gonna catch that's me by my surprise. Thing, like, y'all ain't spent the night together. I don't but I don't know what that like do you take it off every day, do you put it back on? Is it like a wig? Is it like a sewing? Do you go like do your barber do it? Who? How? How? And how much do you pay for that? Cause now I have I have other questions. But I can't say it will be a deal breaker for me. I can't say it'll be a deal breaker, but I would prefer to know ahead of time. That way, if your shit is peeling off at dinner, I can be like, hey, baby, like, I feel like you just help me help you. Yeah, I can't help you this way. I can't help you uh, while you're, you're keeping secrets. Secrets don't make for strong relationships. <laughs> Clearly. Especially when it comes to hair. Do you have a jam of mm. Uh, I've had What a Wonderful World stuck in my head for days now. What a wonderful <laughs> world. And I think to myself. I was trying to sing it to Noelle last night and she was like... <laughs> Not impressed. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that at my fifth grade graduation. I'm like, nobody gonna ever do it like Nina did. <laughs> if it was me and I was a kid, I'd be like, again, 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 sing it again, please. I gotta find all those videos of her singing. I got videos of her singing to Noel, and I think I have like some audio of me singing with her because mm-hmm. I always wanted that. Like, because all the songs that she sang uh, were. They don't sound like, you know how somebody sing a song and it don't. She sang them off her memory. Mm-hmm. So the first time I heard them are like in her voice. So when I listen to the song, I'm like, mm, this ain't high. it don't hit the same. Like, My it's the same. grandma never knew the words to any songs. <laughs> she just used to like hum and she would like, Snap she used fingers. to do this in the car. Like, <laughs> like she sang along to every song, but she never Didn't knew. The actual word. Even if she never heard the song before, she was singing along to Bro, it. Bro, my nanny used to drive us crazy because every time we talked, She'd be like, oh, there's a song. <laughs> That's how I'd be. I'd be like, bro, <laughs> God. Um, so my jam of the week, and I don't know the word. I guess I'm kind of like my grandma, too, because I don't <laughs> ever know the damn words to anything. But I know the song. I'm on the ocean. I know oh, my ship is coming, coming in. in. Just See, Tasha be knowing the words. I be looking yeah. at the lyrics. Like, I know, mm. I know, I know, I know. K John mm. on the ocean. That's a I feel like song. I don't know if he's from Detroit, but Detroit niggas love that damn song. We play that song the fuck out. Yeah, don't be at song. a concert at uh, the Aretha. At an R&B concert, they gonna play on the ocean, and we is on the river. <laughs> and they ain't gonna say shit about it. And you. we gonna be there like I know, I know, Girl. I know. Bob Roman. That's gonna be my song when we on the cruise. 
Well, happy birthday, friend. Thanks. You are almost 30, and I won't be in the 30 club alone. But let me tell you, the 30s ain't bad. I don't know why people be not 40. I don't want to I heard that. the 40s was the best. I heard that too, but I don't know no niggas. My friends, I ain't got no friends that's 40. So, I'm not there yet, but 30s, overall, the bigger picture have been good to me. So, last year, your 20s, turn up. I'm not really, I don't know, I'm not, this I'm not, I don't think I'm scared to turn 30. I'm just, uh, I just, When you turn 30, I'm gonna turn 30 again, because I turned 30 in the pandemic, so it was, it wasn't that great. Well, that's why we need to be on a trip. It's gonna be our birthday. <laughs> yeah. I went on a trip, and it was still ass, because it was the pandemic. I definitely, I think I'm just having, like, a little bit of a, I don't like to say midlife crisis, because I feel like that make it sound like your life is halfway over, but I feel like. I'm a little bit in a crisis just thinking about like, like I just lost my grandma, like people mm-hmm. getting older, like literally the way that people passing away affects everybody, the way that just life changing, like, because mm-hmm. life is just, you just never know when something like is going to change. So the thought of like getting older, ugh, for I don't me, know, it it's like, because I don't want nothing else to change. Like It's I'm like scared. realizing like... <clears throat> Yeah, like you said, like, damn, we really getting older. Like, I have friends with houses and friends getting married Mm -hmm. and friends that are having more than one kid, (laughs) like cousins, having another baby. It's like, damn, we're the same age. And you got three kids. You got three kids. (laughs) Like, that shit is crazy to me. Glad it ain't me, but I'm happy for you. Good for you. Yeah. Um, All the best. But, yeah. So, we turning up this week. Maybe... We'll have a story to tell. A good story. A good story. Yeah. Not a <laughs> Not like St. Patrick's Day. We never told that story. And we probably never will. <laughs> we never will. You didn't hear that. Okay. Well, bye. What, what happened 